Simplified Chaos, Episode 26. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to start leading a more purposeful life. This is Simplified Chaos. everyone welcome this is jillian one of your co-hosts and i'm with my husband and other host you gonna say my name oh, crap man hey nick <laughs> what's going on folks whoopsie yeah we're gonna have a great episode today it's gonna be fantastic it is what are we talking about today we're talking about simplifying exercise because i like to simplify exercise i don't know about you but my whole mindset about exercise is completely different than what it used to be. It is. Uh, I think we've gone through a lot of different stages, and I think we're at one of the best stages. I, I agree. So. I feel like we will probably be here for a while, but um, I'm very pumped to share our perspective of exercise now and how it's yeah. different from what it was and how we've made simple changes to make it less stressful and a lot more fun. Exactly. That's going to be an exciting topic to talk about. Yes. But before we dive into that, as always, we're going to talk a little gratitude. Grateful. Jilly. Yeah. What are you grateful for? I am grateful for, well, it costs a lot of money, Uh but that little beautiful porch we have out back. The patio. The little, not the patio, just the the deck deck part. part. Okay. (laughs) I'm grateful for the patio, but... We have that little deck that we um, saved up for, and man, we used it tonight to give Lucille a bath outside. That was and cool. It was perfect. Like the steps made a perfect like seat for me to be just the right height, so I'm not hunched over like bathing Lucille. And it was just such a gorgeous night. I was like, I don't want to go inside in artificial lighting. I was like, I want to be outside <laughs> bathing our daughter. Oh, so that was I think she enjoyed it too. Absolutely. So yeah. it, was, it was really cool being able to be there outside and getting use out of that expensive deck. <laughs> oh yeah. It has other purposes too. Yes, it does. To get the dogs out to the yard. True tat. Yes. <laughs> but uh what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for neighbors. Okay. The other day, Jillian and I were taking Lucille for a walk. It was uh it was looking a little gloomy out there, like it might rain. But oh. we're like, you know what? Let's go ahead and roll, walk anyway. We'll see what happens. And as it turns out, we got about maybe a quarter way through our walk. And it starts sprinkling. Big drops. I was going to say, it wasn't sprinkling. And it wasn't. <laughs> and, and, you know, we were like, okay, maybe it's going to pass us over. Because it wasn't, like, downpouring yet. And we saw a neighbor, and he was like, y'all better go back inside. <laughs> and we are like, yeah, we're, we're going to keep tread, treading on here. And no sooner than we get like three houses away from him, it starts like really raining. And then <laughs> we go by one neighbor's house and the lady goes, do you want an umbrella? We're like, no, we're okay. You know, Lucille's covered up. Um, you know, we're getting wet and it felt great because it was a humid night anyway. Then we get past another neighbor's house. and like, do you want to come up on the porch? And we're like, no, we're good. Um, and then we get past the neighbor who told us that we better get inside. And he said, you could have came in my garage and we could have gone down to the bar and grabbed a drink or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he's at a bar in his house. So it was just really nice. It, it's a 55 and over community and we walk through there all the time. And But it was it was fun walking in the rain, but it was just really nice strangers that we, we you know maybe see in passing, but they were just inviting us in. So it was just really nice that they were extending um, 
you know, the, you know, just a grateful gesture. And I'm wondering if, if we didn't have the kid, whether or not it'd be the same way. I doubt it. But it was just really nice. It was really nice. They see that stroller and they're like, let's offer help. But, um, no, it's just funny how neighbors reach out when you're walking in the rain. Like, it's just a funny scenario. You never would have thought it would have brought out connection and like conversation, but they totally were like out there like, do you guys need help? Yeah. We're like, no, okay, we're okay. But that's been like another, you know, just to kind of piggyback is that's been another benefit of of our evening walks is we've met a lot of great people and and we've, we've, we're getting to know our community and our neighbors and having some really good conversation and getting to learn stuff about people that we don't know. So that kind of, goes into what we're going to talk about today as well. You know, it is kind of a little segue. So, Jilly, let's talk a little bit about fitness. (laughs) So I thought it would be important to kind of start with how our views of exercise was. Yeah. Or how, how our views were before we really intentionally, like, looked at why are we doing it and, Mm -hmm. you know, like why are, why do we have to do it this way? So I guess growing up, my view of exercising was that it was a single block of time, like a huge chunk of time, where you just dedicate yourself to moving your body as hard as you can, whether it's running or weightlifting, um, something of that sort, and that was it. Like. Yeah, you have a half an hour, one hour, sometimes an hour two to one hour, hour block, just depending on how hard yes. you want to go at And if you didn't exercise like that, if you didn't quote unquote work out, you weren't healthy. Um, and I guess I was kind of trained that healthy was an appearance and it wasn't a feeling. Well, I think that's the most conventional way. I think a lot of people feel that same way. It's a societal norm. You know, Mm -hmm. when it comes to workouts, you know, it's been exacerbated by social media and people posting their workouts. You know, everybody's now at the gym showing themselves working out. And I think oftentimes it makes people feel guilty when they're not at the gym. And it's just like you do not have to go to the gym to get exercise. But we just see it all the time and feel like that's the only way that we can work out. It's because that's how we've been trained by society. Like if you don't do this workout or you don't have a gym membership or, you know, you don't have some kind of protocol or, you know, workout plan that you are doing, it's like you're not quote unquote healthy. And now I'm just like opening my eyes and I'm just finally waking up and I'm like, it's just bullshit. It is. It really is. And I think we tend to forget that just being able to move our body is a gift and it shouldn't feel like a hassle. Like if you're feeling guilty or stressed out or overwhelmed because you're not getting in a quote unquote workout, then there's something wrong with that. Like we should be happy being able to move our bodies. And if we're not, then we need to change the way we're doing it and find something fun that makes us happy doing it. Yeah. I mean, going to the gym is not for everyone. Now we're not saying that you shouldn't go to the gym because there are people who have certain goals and want to have a certain aesthetic and for them to accomplish that they have to go to the gym or they actually enjoy working out at the gym, but you don't have to go to a gym in order to get movement and make sure that your body is, is getting the, I don't want to say exercise, but I mean, and you don't have to be doing a specific workout program to be considered fit or healthy either. Like, For me now, I've kind of reframed it. And as long as I'm moving my body throughout the day, like I feel great. And 
I kind of talk about this in a blog post on um, the clean and simple life, and I can totally link that in here, but I changed my language from, instead of using the word workout, I use the term movement. So instead of saying like, did I get my workout in today, which would, it would either make me feel really excited Mm -hmm. and happy because I get it in or make me feel really low and, you know, bummed out because I didn't get it in and I would feel, start to feel guilty. And I'm like, I shouldn't have guilt if I didn't get a workout in. Right. So as soon as I started using the word movement instead, like, did I get movement in today? Well, yeah, I did. I was playing at recess with the kids today. I was on the monkey bars. I was, you know, walking around my neighborhood, like Instantly, I could just feel like that pressure to do an activity, Mm -hmm. a specific activity like everyone else thinks they have to to be healthy. I just could feel it like melting off and I just felt so much lighter and happier. Right. And even the at-home workouts, like the Insanity Workout and T25 and some of those things, which I've done both of those, you basically have to do it the way they have it scheduled is Mm -hmm. six days a week sometimes it's even seven days a week with a stretch video in there and if if you miss a night or a day you know you do feel guilty and -hmm. it's just like you know what you've been busting your ass for six days during the week you can miss a day like it's not gonna you know i'm not gonna be in some kind of physique competition where someone is judging me or anything like that as long as you're working out and it can be even 20 minutes as long as you're moving as long as you're moving you're good. So that's been one of the things it's been kind of a, a weight lifted off the shoulders is just not having that stress of saying I need to be at the gym X days a week, or I need to be doing insanity or T25 every day of the week at this time, waking up, but early for no reason. Well, I mean, not no reason, but like you don't have to wake up at four o'clock to go to the gym to get movement in during the day. And I had to think about my why, like, why do I think I need to work out? And I honestly thought I had to because that's what I thought the norm was. I thought you weren't healthy unless you were doing it. And now that I know that I can absolutely feel great without it, like my goal is now like I don't have an aesthetic goal anymore. Like I I think I used to because I thought like we had to look a certain way based on social Mm -hmm. media and just the portrayal of people who are quote unquote fit. Like we want to look like them. But now I've like accepted my body, especially after having Lucille and now my focus or my goals or direction in movement is just to feel energized, mm-hmm. um, to feel strong, and just to feel capable that I can do anything I want to do. Right. And I also want to be a good role model for Lucille. So I think by taking that stress off of her that she has to do a specific type of workout or mm-hmm. a take a blunk blunk <laughs> take a block of time every day to like just do something that we thought we had to do it's it just seems so silly to me when you think right. about it like i don't know and we're starting early like it for kids it's all about modeling i mean you can tell them one thing but when they see you doing things they want to do that they want to be just like you mm-hmm. so if, if lucille sees us walking every day and we're having fun on our walk she's going to want to walk if we're in the house doing you know certain goofy exercises when we're cooking dinner or whatever, she's going to want to do that too. And I I don't want her to think that exercise has anything to do with being a specific weight or being a specific pant size, or I don't want her to think anything healthy is related to being a specific number because that's what puts stress on you as well. Mm -hmm. And everybody's different. Yeah. 
Like everybody's body type is different. So absolutely, I I just want to take that out of the picture completely as Lucille gets older, just to show her that movement is just about moving your body consistently throughout the day. And it can be just going outside and, you know, picking up trash or, you know, taking the steps instead of using the elevator or I do that every day, you know, just doing some squats while you're, you know, waiting in line for something like it's so easy to incorporate movement throughout your day. And I never realized how easy it was. You just have to get over that hump of people are looking at me, people are judging me because I'm doing some type of movement activity when everyone else is standing around. Like you just have to get over that hump, like do what's best for you. Yeah, if it you gives you energy, if it makes you happy, like listen to your body and do what's best for it. And that's the hardest part. And I think I really learned that is just to trust your instincts and to really listen to your body and what's best for it. Because before when I was doing very high intensity workouts before Lucille, I was stressing out my hormones and I didn't even know mm-hmm. it. And I wasn't even really listening to my body. I was just going through the motions because my goal was to look a certain way. And I thought I would feel happier if my abs were toned or my biceps were bigger and my arms were defined. But honestly, I wasn't happier because I couldn't get pregnant because of all of that stress I was putting on my hormones. And it really kind of slapped me in the face like, why are you doing this, Jill? Well, I think you were doing it as an escape, too, or to get out some of that frustration, maybe. You know, you, mm-hmm. you worked out harder, maybe even as a distraction. You know, you had your reasons for doing it. But now that, you know, we've earned a different season of our life, I know we always come back and talk about different seasons. You know, we see things a lot differently, and we're, like, always questioning things now and always getting advice from from different podcasts that we listen to and and it's really helping us think and change the way that we approach a lot of different things in our lives including movement or exercise or fitness whatever we want to call it um so let's talk about like some of the changes that we've made and 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 what we're actually doing okay so one of the the first changes that i think we've made is that we've slowed down yeah, slow life's, down. Life's been, life's been very slow this past <laughs> yes eighteen months or so. And slow is not bad. I think we are so trained that we have to be fast paced and busy and doing and being productive, and it just adds to more and more stress. And it didn't make me feel happier. And yeah. now that we've slowed down, I feel like you know we we make time to go for walks when we want to. You know, yeah. we make time to just. Do other things that make you feel healthy. And I think we think healthy has everything to do with the physical aspect, but connecting more with family Mm -hmm. and building relationships with close friends and just making time for things that are going to fill our cup definitely has added to, you know, my health. And I think you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's, it's more than just physique and physical fitness. I mean, health is a feeling. And it's both physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. If you feel good, you know, if you're doing enough movement in the day, you're, you know, filling your cup with, with things that, you know, make you happy, then you're going to be healthy. Like, it's just all about being happy. And like, I think you going back on it is like, we place so much stress, like everything is such fast pace and we're stressed out and, you know, we have anxiety, we have depression and it's just a lot of these things that are all coming together and it's just like 
we're taking a step back and slowing things down and we feel much better. And I've kind of changed my direction into before my direction was or my goal was, you know, looking a certain way, being a specific weight. And now it's my goal is a feeling like, do I feel energized? Do I feel strong? Do I feel happy? Like, that's what I'm looking for because the happier I am, the healthier I am. And I think happiness and health are synonymous. Like, yeah, it's connected. You, they're absolutely connected. So I think sometimes we forget about the social and emotional aspects of health. And I find that since we've slowed down, we've made time to kind of include all aspects of just being a happier and healthy person. So another thing I had, I don't know if you want to add anything, but I have another thing on my Go ahead. my notes. Go ahead. <laughs> we choose activities or movements that we actually enjoy doing and we look forward to. It's not like, ugh, I yeah. have to work out. Oh, this sucks. Like there would be times where I dreaded my workouts. Oh, definitely. Because it's like usually the same things. It's very repetitive. Mm-hmm. And now I am excited to move my body every single day. I am well, think about some of the things that we do. Walks, we don't have to take the same route every day. We're lucky that we live in an area where we have 50 million different ways that we can go. It's and it's awesome. all within our neighborhood and walking distance. Um, or we can go to Kinder Park. You know, We've got things that are a short distance from us as we well. We can change up the scenery. Exactly. Yeah. So it, that doesn't get monotonous at all. Um, we have a pull-up bar in our closet. We've talked about this in past episodes, but we took down. We have a walk-in closet that very, had a door. Very small we walk-in took closet. The door. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, you basically closet. walk in and you have a three sixty degree that you can do, and that's about it. I don't want people thinking like we yeah. have some elaborate closet because we don't. <laughs> no, but we took the door off. We, we did. put a pull-up bar in there, and anytime we go by the closet, we either hang or do pull-ups. And it's, it's funny good how good for your back. It's good for building strength. <laughs> yes. And it's very easy to do. And it's right there. It's in our sight every day. We have to go in the closet. So it's just like, might as well do a pull-up while I'm here. But it's funny. We think about, like, we want our room to look a certain way. But it's like, why? Like, who's coming up here? No one's coming up here to look in our bedroom. So we can make our bedroom the way we want it. We can curate it what's best for us. And it's so much easier. It Like, it's in our face. It, like, smacks in our face. Like, here's the pull-up bar. You can either hang on me or you can, <laughs> like, that's me hanging. But I enjoy doing it. Yeah. Another thing that I really enjoy doing is yard work. And, yes, that is movement. That is exercise, whatever you want to call it. And the reason why I say that is I have a riding lawnmower. I haven't used that thing in two years. <laughs> I much rather use the push mower because I'm getting some exercise. It takes a little bit longer, but I'm out there listening to my music, in my thoughts, whatever. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to make your yard, the lines in your yard look much better when you're pushing it than with <laughs> the riding lawn. So it's all about the it's lawn It's the aesthetics, aesthetics too. Yeah, no, but I feel good. Like I like genuinely being out there for the hour and a half or whatever it takes me to, to mow the grass, uh, trim, you know, do the weed whacking and, and blowing all the, the clippings back in the yard. You don't blow it in the street, people. You blow it back in the yard, just so you know that. Um, but yeah, it's movement and I get a ton of steps. Like I usually reach my 10,000 steps while doing the yard work. Um, something else that I enjoy doing is I love riding my bike. Yeah, you do. I remember like postpartum, I just stared at my bike and I was like, oh my God, that scares me. I will never be able to ride a bike again after having a baby. But now I'm, 
I'm able to ride a bike and I'm excited to like get some kind of contraption so Lucille can ride yeah. with us, whether yeah. it's a little trailer we pull her in or... I don't know if she's ready for the trailer yet I don't know because yet. I don't think she can sit still. <laughs> I think we'll know when the time's <laughs> exactly. right, but I really enjoy riding my bike and I really enjoy playing tennis and I know we haven't played tennis in a while. Man, we haven't played tennis in a long that time. That is something I really enjoy doing and yeah. I'm kind of jealous because the community behind us plays pickleball, which is like a yes. small version of tennis and I really... One day I'm going to be really bold and just go up there and be like, hey, can uh, can we join your league? Yeah. <laughs> um, and something else I enjoy doing is playing with my kids at recess since I am a second grade teacher. Yeah, you're actually out there playing with them instead of watching them. I don't play all the time because sometimes I, I'm i just digesting food from eating lunch. I'm Fair like, enough. hey guys, I think I ate too much for lunch, so I can't run today, but... Like, just getting little sprints here and there or just doing the monkey bars every day with them. Like, I really enjoy just moving my body and climbing with the kids because I think we forgot what it was like to play and climb. And there are so many muscles you use when you climb. It's insane. Yeah. Um, I got another fun thing. Oh, what is it? I play softball every Sunday. You do. I do. So usually from April until about mid-October... I'm playing softball Sunday nights, double headers, so it's two hours. It's running. You know, it's a beer league softball league, but I'm still out there getting movement yeah. in, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I still hustle. Like, me and our team is very competitive, so a lot of us, we're, we're still busting our ass out there. We're trying to beat out grounders. We're running the balls, and, you know, it's not like we're out there um, just lackadaisical. We're out there actually trying to win games, and, and we're still playing hard, so... It's a good two hours of, of getting movement on a Sunday night. And I know some people are into more competitive sports and races and sure. beating certain records. And I think that's awesome that people are out there doing that. It's just not for yeah, us right now. No. It may be later, but I honestly have no desire to compete or to do any of that and train for anything to me right now in my life at this season. It just seems stressful and overwhelming to even think about training or working towards some kind of marathon of sorts like that's just when you say training that's the only thing i can think of would be like like a a marathon or a triathlon Mm -hmm. and that shit ain't for me a lot of dedication the only time i'm running is from first base to first base or to second base maybe third base and if (laughs) if i'm I'm coming around the bases i better just hit it out of the park because we don't have to run for that (laughs) i am rooting for anyone who is into that because i think that's awesome it is just not us right now at all running has never been my thing and when uh when we were first dating and i lived in baltimore you would want to go for some runs and you know i would run for you with you you would run for me (laughs) i'd run with you and we had some good conversation but it's just not my thing well, you know, I heard there was research behind walking that you get the most creative ideas when you're walking, which I thought was interesting. That makes sense. Because mm-hmm. a lot of really good things do pop in my head when I'm going on stroller walks with Lucille. That's another thing. I enjoy stroller walking with Lucille. Mm-hmm. It's just wonderful. But yeah, so that's one other thing that's kind of helps uh, helped us simplify exercise is just doing things we actually enjoy versus making ourselves do something we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, What's the point in that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got another thing too. Yes. So at work, okay, there are ways to get movement in at work, whether you're, you know, you're in a school setting where you can go outside with your kids and, and walk around and whatnot. But if you're in a professional environment, you can still do that. 
I have a, a coworker who has weights in his room. And if we're on a conference call together, he will get out there and bust a rep 20 sets right in the middle of the call. Really? He will. It's, 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 it's awesome. I dig like, it. I'm just like, can I get past that over here, buddy? Um, the other thing is, you know, we work for a company that promotes wellness and that's one of our things. And so every month there's usually a wellness walk that goes on and it's usually just a 15, 20 minute walk outside the, the building. Uh, I'd like to, I haven't taken part in one of those, but I'd like to do that. And the next time around, especially since I do marketing, I need to take pictures and show like the company culture and show that people that we're doing what it is we say and what we're telling other companies to do. But you can do that too. You can organize a a 15, 20 minute wellness walk. There's no, you know, there's no reason why you can't do that and get out for for a few minutes. And even if no one can join you, it's like, just start. Yeah, do it yourself. Do it yourself. And you'd be surprised when people see you doing it and then they're like well if she's doing it maybe it's cool if i can do it so it's be that person who starts moving throughout the day wherever you are in your job and usually you'd be surprised the reaction you get and then how people are like oh i want to join in too (laughs) i mean most jobs i mean there's a lot of laws and stuff like that but in most jobs you know you at least get a half an hour for lunch um sometimes you get two 15 minute breaks paid or you get an hour lunch, you can split it up. You can do a half an hour to eat and then 15, 20 minutes to walk. You know, there's time. I know a lot of us say that we don't have time, but there is time. And even if you think- And I'm guilty of it. And even if you think there's not time, there are creative ways that you can incorporate movement throughout your day. For example, you can go to the bathroom and say, hey, every time I go to the bathroom, I wanna do five squats. Yeah. Hey, instead of taking the elevator, if I'm in a big building, I'm gonna use the stairs. Hey, I'm gonna park farther from my building so I can walk a little bit farther to get to my job. When I was in mortgages, we would, if somebody on our team sold a loan, we would all get down and do uh, 10 to 20 push ups. <laughs> that was just something we did. It was like what, what our team did is like, okay, you sold a loan. All right, everybody, let's do some push ups. That's pretty so cool. So we're incorporating this there. And that was another thing I wanted to say. You know, I haven't done this in a while, but there are some apps on, on your phones that you can do, like the 100 push up challenge which only takes five minutes out of your day, mm-hmm. but it, it builds you up to try to do 100 push-ups within a session, and I have not got, I, I think the most I've gotten in a session was like 72. That's impressive to that, me. That was, that was tough, but it's uh, it's a great app. Um, it's by Heavy Raid. Okay. And it's called Just Six Weeks is like the overall app that's like for $2.99, you can get the push-up challenge, the squat challenge, the plank challenge. Like there's a whole bunch of different things that you can do while you're watching TV at home. You can just sit there on the carpet and do your push-ups. Um, you know, you can do it in the morning when you wake up. Like I said, it only takes 10 minutes. And to me, like exercise is equivalent to movement. So just making, being mindful that you're not sitting 80% of your day that you're sitting, but then you're standing and you're sitting and then you're standing. And then there's some kind of rotation or pattern of your movements. And I think sometimes we can get caught in the habit of certain positions of sitting and not realizing you're putting weight on one, one side and not the other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we get in the habit of putting on your bag or your backpack on with your right hand, not your left hand. So just being really mindful of the movements you do every day. And am I making it equal for all of my body? Like I noticed that I would put my backpack on the the right side yeah. all the time with my right arm. And I'm like, 
I do that every single day. No wonder my right bicep, I mean, besides pitching, fast pitching <laughs> college, like is so much bigger. But so I think just being mindful of the small movements you do every day and then just making sure that they're equivalent on both sides of your body is like super important. Ever since you told me that, I, I do that every day. Like I have a, <laughs> uh, a messenger bag, a satchel, Indiana Jones had one. <laughs> But now I do the left shoulder shoulder in the morning, the right shoulder on in the evening, just to balance it out. I never really thought of that, but I was like, you know what, that does make sense. Even and the how- other thing is with Lucille, like I oh, usually yes. hold her with the the right side, and, and I've been really trying to focus on the left side a little bit more. I make sure that I alternate back and yeah. forth, and I even I, I, hold I've, her I've in been the really too. bad about that over this last year, but now I'm making more of a conscious effort now that she's 20 pounds. Yes. Uh, yeah. I need to make sure I'm switching arms there. So I had one more um, way we've simplified it. Do it. Exercise, um, at least for me, I've really reflected and edited who I follow on social media. Yeah. Because I realized that I can easily get into that comparison game if I follow. And I did follow certain people when I was in that high intensity Mm -hmm. workout world and you know it's just not motivating for me anymore right now it just makes me feel less and i don't feel as confident and i don't need that distraction or i don't need that that image of so, of somebody to make me feel that i'm not capable or yeah. to make me feel insecure about my body so i just kindly unfollowed people that i that weren't filling my cup so no hard feelings to those people. No. I think it's rad. If you got a six pack, rock it. I think that's amazing. That's really hard work to do that. Yeah. But I just, I don't need that in my life right now. No, I'm gonna straight up rock the dad bod. <laughs> I'm proud I guess of I'm it. rocking the the mom bod, the dragon belly. I don't All know I know is it. like I, for the past three years, I've maintained weight. I have not really fluctuated all that much, and I think a lot of it has to do with not only the movement that we get in, but you know, we also do really well as far as eating and that goes hand in hand as well we've talked about meal prepping before um i don't know if we've really talked about have we gotten into like just eating i think we need to do an episode maybe about eating <laughs> all about we've done eating meal- yeah i know we love eating <laughs> do we eat while we're on the podcast no, I'm uh, we can have a gourmet meal while we podcast <laughs> with some cocktails i'm intrigued about yeah. what our podcast well, would be about we gotta eating. talk about this <laughs> okay cool cool so, do we have any resources that we want to yes. give our f- lovely I have listeners? two resources. The first is a podcast episode that we both listened to. It was a great episode, guys. And um, it was on the Minimalist podcast, and it was episode 174, and the guest was Ben Greenfield. And this guy is just phenomenal. He um, He's given us a lot of good ideas, hence the pull-up bar. Yes, he just talks about how to create exercise habits that fits like your busier lifestyle. He talks about effective exercises that don't require a gym because we are not gym people by any means. Not anymore. And um, he kind of talks about what the ultimate minimalist exercise is, which was quite interesting. So if any of those are tickling your fancy, definitely give it a listen. It's yeah. not a super long episode, but it's, it's jam-packed full of just really informative tips for just incorporating movement throughout your day if you're not one of those people who has a chunk of time that you enjoy working out every day like if you're like us and just want to incorporate movement throughout your day 
then I've already recommended that podcast to a couple of friends and they, they texted me back and said, wow, never thought of that stuff before. So it's a great episode. Definitely recommend it. And our other resource is my sister. What? She is a physical therapist assistant. And I asked her because she is helping me all the time with movement and exercise and just making sure I have the proper form with doing certain things so I'm not hurting myself. And I asked her if there was three exercises that you could recommend for people to do throughout their day, what would they be? What are they, Jilly? So she calls these lifer exercises because these are exercises we should be doing for life and that help with longevity and as we get older. So she's thinking like big picture, which I never think about. Like, I mean, I do, but I don't think about like, what should I be doing now to help with like, you know, not getting my knees replaced or, you know, (laughs) just things as you get older. Don't squat 425 (laughs) pounds. So the three exercises that she recommends are front planks and side planks. Okay. And of course, being the intentional people we are, we're like, why? And she said, because it engages your transverse abdominal muscles, which is your deepest core muscles. And it helps for your back health, shoulder stability, and overall just the full body, like legs, arms. So it's like a full body exercise that you can do practically anywhere. All starts with the core. Yes. And there's ways to modify all of these exercises we're recommending. So in case you're like, I can't do that. If you YouTube any of these exercises, you will be able to find some kind of modification to make it less intense or to make it more intense based on what you can handle. Um, Her second lifer exercise was lunges. I like lunges. And this is in order to get up and down off the floor. And I never thought about that. Like if you're on the floor, this is the one exercise she really helps people do, especially the elderly, like so that they can... I've fallen and I can't get up. Like, we don't need that button to push. (laughs) You know, they sell in commercials. Just do lunges. Save yourself the (laughs) $49.99. But it's really good for strengthening and just keeping that flexibility um, with your hips and your legs. And what I'm finding out is that your hips are like... Like anything in your body, like they're the hips all are like, connected. Yeah, when we get older, it's the hips that are really like the big thing that bother people. So I'm super motivated to keep doing lunges, and yeah. it's really easy to do with a stroller, so I'm excited. That's true. The third lifer exercise that she recommends are side leg lifts. And these You were are, doing those when I got home today. I was, and you yeah. can do these standing up, you can do them laying down, and these are really good for hip abduction. And she was telling me that they really work your glute medius and this part of your butt muscle for those who don't know what that is because Randy was, my sister, was using a lot of high technical terms and I'm just like, okay, you need to break that down so I know what, what muscle Give me the is. layman's terms. Um, so it's a part of your butt muscle and she says this tends to be the weakest muscle as we get older because we stop moving in multiple directions. We become creatures of habit and as we get older, we usually just go forward. Yeah. We don't go backwards. We don't go diagonal. We don't go, you know, side to side. So she said that doing side leg lifts helps just use that muscle more to help you with keeping your hips level and just so you can walk without being in pain or just discomfort. Like, just like Chubb Peterson said, it's all in the hips. <laughs> when I dip, you dip, we dip. Oh, come on. Happy Gilmore, honey. I know. I I was just adding to oh, it. Okay. Man. I thought you didn't get it. I actually forgot what movie it was from, so <laughs> I kind of tried to play it off, but you're right. All right. Good stuff. No, so those are some great resources for you folks. 
So let's get into the quote of the day. Jilly! Yay! The quote of the day is from Ryan Nicodemus, who is one of the minimalists. He's a minimalist. I know that dude. And it was actually a quote from that podcast, but I really liked it. It It hit me in the heart. Gym memberships don't make you fit. Consistent actions make you fit. That is 100% accurate. I thought because so. gym memberships, they want people not to come. <laughs> That's why they're like $9.99 because they're banking on 80% of the people coming for like the first month and it's dropping off and then not doing anything about it because it's $9.99. It's... That's a good money-making machine there. <laughs> it works. The gyms make more money off of people not coming than the people who actually go. That speaks That's so insane. loud. Like, man, if you have a gym membership and you're not using it, guys, cancel it. Cancel and that shit. Start moving throughout the day and start doing things that are fun, that you actually enjoy doing. Try a new sport. Try a new activity. Like, pretend yeah. you're a kid again and just... Get messy and try something new because we're never too old to try something new. Not at all. All right. Awesome. That's it. Well, that is today's episode, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you heard, please take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next week. See you later, guys. We want to thank everybody for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe and sign up to receive notifications so you know when the next episode is live. If you like today's episode and know someone who could benefit from the topic we covered, please share it with them. And if you have any suggestions for us and want to chime in on today's topic, you can email us at simplifiedchaospodcast at gmail.com, and that's chaos with a K, or send us a comment on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next